This is the Iconic Wealth Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, empowering visionary female entrepreneurs from around the globe to develop their business and wealth strategies so they grow their income, make more impact and influence others along the way. Let's build your legacy and make a difference today. Welcome back to the Iconic Wealth for Women podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about five reasons you must have a business plan. Now, why do I bang on about this slightly? Because 60% of businesses, new businesses fail in their first three years. But when you do research around the topics and why businesses fail, the most two common reasons are business planning, so having no plan, and cash flow. And cash flow is affected often by the business plan not being in place. So the primary purpose of a business plan really is just to help you figure out where you want to go with your business, how you're going to get there. It helps you set your direction and obviously determine a winning strategy just for you. This is personalized to your growth, where you want to go. And a solid business plan is going to help you set yourself up for success because you're going to have some foundations and an unbeatable company in place. So let me talk to you really about the five core reasons why you should spend time creating a business plan um, and how we can help you do that relatively effectively. So the first thing is it creates, like I said, that roadmap for your business. So when you think about a business plan, think about it like a GPS. It's going to help you get to where you want to go. A good business plan guides you through those stages and starting and managing and stopping your business. It also creates small steps and incremental moves to get to your end goal, like a sat-nav does through streets and it, it avoids pitfalls and it detours you when you need to. But the end goal is the same. And then I want you to think about it's not as hard as you think. So the second reason most avoid a business plan is because they think it's hard work. They think it's going to be hard to do. But a business plan really is just a written tool about your projects the next three to five years that get you to where you want to go and ideally makes you money and grows your revenue along the way. So I want you to think about a business plan like a living project because it's not a one-time document. You should be able to um, create it and edit it and change it and adapt it. But the thing I want you to do when you actually create your plan is to start to think about how you can break it down into mini plans. So especially if you have a fear of business planning or maybe you're a bit nervous about getting started and creating a business plan, then ideally you want to break it down into little mini plans. So the first one could be just your overall vision, vision of where you want to go for your business. One of them could be for your sales and marketing. How do you create a sales and marketing plan? One of them could be for your products and pricing so you know what you're selling. So the first one is where you're going, you know, how you're going to get there, you know, what you're selling. And then one could be around your operation side of things. So that could be around your team, other resources, education even, um, and what else you need to succeed in your business that you're in, whatever that business may look like. So that's the second reason. The third reason is it's going to help you reach your milestones. Now, as a well-thought-out business plan, it helps you to take a step back, think objectively about the key elements of your business and informs you about making decisions on your way to where you want to go. But also it helps you plan resources. It helps you look at what are the next projects you should be working on. How do you create a path to make that happen? So we like to work in 90-day increments in my mastermind where we break down our annual goal into four core projects and we think about 
what are the biggest things that are going to move our business forward and what do we need to get done in the next 90 days? And then we hold each other account to make that happen. So why this does is it reduces your risk of not getting to where you want to go because you're on your roadmap. You're doing the right activities to get you to where you want to go rather than a scattergun approach or being in overwhelm all the time, not sure where to get started. And also, like I said, it helps you get to milestones so you can celebrate your wins. Because remember, we're not in this for a short game. We're in it for a long game. So you should be celebrating your wins as you go along. What are those milestones that you've hit? So like me, I celebrated that I launched my podcast last year. Um, I created a book in collaboration with everyone else. Um, I launched, I grew my list, which is one thing I really wanted to do. So what are your celebrations or your wins along your way that know you're going to get to where you want to go? They're going to help you get to your end goal. And then the fourth thing to think about why you should have a business plan is it uncovers two things, your business potential, but also where things might be going wrong. Because writing a business plan helps you to look at your customers. What are you serving? How are they buying? What are they buying? What products have sold the most? It helps you to also uncover their needs. So what are they desiring? How can you open up new opportunities for them and potentially expose new products or income streams to your business that you could offer? When your business plan um, and you manage it and you use it, you can also then see what parts of your strategy are working and what parts of those strategies aren't. So, for example, you might be testing a new marketing method right now um, and you're looking at is it working, is it selling the right product, do I get conversions? So it helps you to identify maybe where you need to shift or change something, but also what do you need to stop doing more of and start doing less of? With a business plan, you're going to be able to identify these, make your adjustments to your strategy and create, like I said, new opportunities that could potentially drive your profitability. I'll get that out in a minute. And the other thing it does as well when you're looking at profitability is it can be the smallest of margins. So um, I learned a long time ago um, the simple profit levers in a business and how if you change just one of those, I think it's by 5% makes a 20% bottom line. So that could be you get more leads so that your conversions go up. It could be you increase your prices slightly across the board, which means your profit goes up. It could be reducing one of your costs exposed to your business, which means your margins go up. But you can make a difference to your bottom line by 20% by one adjustment in any one of those profit levers. So again, with a good business plan, you can see that. You can see where you don't have to work harder sometimes. So I hear a lot of people talking in their business about working harder. And actually, most of the time, you don't need to work harder. You need to work smarter. And that's where a business plan comes in. Like, it helped me immediately identify with that lady that she was just on the wrong path to her business growth. It was never going to get to where she wanted to go to hit her goals. So, again, think about in relation to where's your profitability and what can you do. Um, and a good business plan will show that for you. The second thing it can also do, the last thing, sorry, the second thing, the fifth thing it can also do is it can help you get funding and also help retain staff. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, firstly, a business plan can help you get funding um, because it shows your business partners that you have a plan, you have a process, you know where you're going, you know what products you're selling, and you know how you can get to where they want to go so they get their return on investment. 
But for your staff, it also means you're under control. You have a vision that you're growing. You have a plan to get them to where they want to go. It gives them security in their business growth. So your business should be a tool to persuade others that working with you or investing with you is a smart decision. They'll feel confident they can get a return on investment, but also your staff feel confident they can be a part of a journey with you. So, you know, this is why it should include your vision, your mission, your purpose. What products are you selling? How are you going to sell it? It builds credibility and stability for your staff as well. So make sure you don't just create a business plan. Make sure you share your business plan with your staff. So where do you get started if you've never started thinking about a business plan? So, again, I want you to think about it as small incremental elements put together into one plan. So you want to start with your overall vision, your overall business strategy. What's your vision? What's your mission? What are your values? What are you living by? What are you trying to achieve? What's the end goal of actually what you want to do and the impact you want to have on society? So, And then around that, you create your future vision. So ideally, one year, three year and five year goals. Some people go to 10 years. It depends on the business and where you're at at the moment, what far, how far down you are. If you're just starting your business or maybe only in year one, probably only go to about three years because you really don't know where your business is going yet. Um, but have at least a one year and a three year business plan. So think about that vision. So what I like to do is think about the question, what does it look like to win? How do you know you created um, your success? So in my business plan, I put I was talking on stage after being five years in my business, and this was the fifth year running of my big event that's growing each year. So I was on stage talking about my success. So how are you talking about your success? And then you want to break that year goal down into your core project. So how do you know you're going to hit your one-year goal? Do you need to launch a podcast? Do you need to hire a staff member? What do you need to hit your one-year goal? And work on them. Like I said, we work on 90-day increments. So think about your four core projects that are going to move your business forward in the next year. So once you've done that, then you can literally take a close look at your annual goal, work on your 90-day increments, and then set your core metrics. So what are the core metrics to measure that success? This creates your overall business strategy. So you've now literally identified where you want to go, what the end vision is. You've identified your next year's goal. And then you've started to identify your 90-day incremental focus. So that's your focus so you can keep on track, um, like your GPS. How do I get to this part to get to that part? And then you should have some metrics around it. So, for example, if one of your goals is to get more visible, it could be you need four speaking gigs or whatever that looks like for you. Um, one of my goals last year was to very much get more visible and I identified launching my podcast as one of them. You're listening to this, aren't you? Um, another one was to be part of a book collaboration. Now, originally that was going to be my own book, but I got into a collaboration instead. That's fine. I launched a book last year. So what are your core metrics that are going to measure that success? That's the tangible outcome. So it could be growing your list from a certain number to another number. It could be taking your staff from four staff to five staff or six staff or seven staff. What are your core metrics to measure the success to hit you where you want to go for the year? So and then the next um, section of your business plan should be your marketing plan. So that's looking at things like who do you serve in the marketplace? What sort of problem do you solve in the marketplace? Who is your ideal client? 
what are your core marketing messages and the positioning in your marketplace. So this is basically your foundations for your marketing in relation to getting out there and actually um, showcasing what you do from a marketing perspective. The next stage could be around products and pricing. So what packages are you selling? What services do you offer at the moment? What price point are they at? How does the customer journey flow? Like where do they come into your business? How do they convert into your other products and pricing? So you want to create yourself a little mini products and pricing strategy. What are you selling? Can you hit your target with those products and pricing? Like I said earlier, how does the customer journey flow from one to the other? And then you want to look at your sales. What are your activities you're going to do to make sales? So how do you sell? Like, what's your conversion method? Do you do webinars? Do you workshops? Are you on calls? Do you go do client visits, proposals? What are your sales activities that are going to make you sales? And what do you need to have in place? So maybe you need a new funnel in place, a lead magnet for lead generation. What are the activities you need to have to actually create your sales strategy? And then lastly, you could have an operations side of things. So that's thinking about things like your systems in your business, um, your staffing. So one of the things I've done a lot of over the last six months is look at systems and scalability. I want to really scale next year. So I needed to take a step back in my business to look at some of my systems and processes. So now I've got an operations person. She takes on some of these systems and processes and resources. So what is your growth for next year that you need to hit your income goal? What do you need to have in place? So again, like I said um, on my previous podcast, if I dropped 100 clients onto your lap tomorrow, could you cope with them? What's your onboarding process? What's your um, your payment processing? What's your system for delivering your program? Um, how are you actually selling? What are you doing? So do you have your operations in place? And what's your one page that sums it all? So ideally, you want to have a summary page, a summary page that just kind of gives you a big vision of where you're going and what you're doing. Um, and hopefully that's been helpful. I wanted you to think about why you need to have a business plan, why it's so important. Um, I see a lot of especially women in businesses avoid this because they think it's complicated or they just don't know how to get started. So I just recently ran a two hour workshop around this exact thing, creating your business plan for the year. Um, and I want to give it away for free to you. There's a link below or around this po- um, podcast or video, whichever you're watching so that you can go deeper into creating a robust business plan that helps your growth and success moving forward. Now, I didn't get started in the online coaching space um, doing this sort of thing. I got started running a real real business. So I was in real estate for a long time um, and I worked in um, from my way up from the bottom. So I was just a sales negotiator when I started Within two years, I got promoted to a branch manager. And the branch manager, I had millions of dollars worth of sales targets to hit. So you had to have a plan. You had to understand your numbers. You had to manage staff. You had to also then understand what activities they did that got us the results. So um, you could track and follow knowing full well that if you just did those activities at the front end, the rest of the sales would follow through. So I've I've literally built and sold a bricks and mortar business in relation to um, what I talk about here in business planning. So to have a robust strategy is really important. Um, And a lot in the online space are great marketers and they're good at what they do, but they don't really put in a robust business plan for you to grow to either potentially exit your business. So you might want to exit your business in three or four years time. So what are you doing to exit your business? 
but also what are you doing to potentially step away from it? Are you just going to continue to deliver it for the rest of your life? Do you want other people running your your business? How are you growing your business to move forward in relation to creating that probably financial freedom that you originally escaped for in the first place um, and doing what you love by doing it? How can you feel supported so you can do more of the things that you actually enjoy doing in your business so you get excited by your business that you're not doing the things that you don't necessarily enjoy because the systems and processes are in place there for you so that's why you should create a business plan i hope that's made you really think about it this is the time of year to reflect this is the time of year to really start to put your plans in place and like i said remember it's a moving document it doesn't stay static there could be other opportunities that open up there could be new um um new income streams even there's so many different things that can move but if you don't know where you're going then you're not on a journey you don't have clarity you don't know what you're selling you don't know how you're going to get there and having that clarity breeds success because it means you know what activities to do to get you that success to move your business forward so hopefully that's been helping starting to think about why business planning and if you listen to my other podcast which is either before or after this, I'm not sure when it's been released. That's really bad. I talk about where someone had set themselves up to fail um, before they'd even started planning because they couldn't hit their income goal. So tune into that one as well. If you're worried about your numbers or you're thinking about your process um, in relation to can you actually even hit your income goal. So I hope this has been valuable. Download, like I said, my workshop, get involved, go deeper in relation to your planning session. And I'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Iconic Wealth for Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcast listening providers. If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend or leave a review. And don't forget to grab any downloads below.